uh, today we're going to be playing a little bit of uh, Final Fantasy XIV and just talking about, you know, MMOs as a whole and maybe how they've, you know, affected our lives, our thoughts on the current state of MMOs and things like that. Uh, thank you guys for, for stopping by first off. And, uh, I think a, a pretty good way to start off would be, uh, I mean, what, what was your first MMO? Uh, I think my first MMO was WoW. Okay. Um, way way back in Wrath of the Lich King, not not as old as when you started playing it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, what 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 got you into MMOs the first time you started playing it? Um, I I believe I was playing because one of my friends played, and they had like a refer a friend thing. And I tried it out. I didn't play too long. Like, I got into Wrath of the Lich King, but I didn't do any of the endgame content. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think I started on... I don't know if it's, it's considered an MMO. I, I usually consider an MMO is uh, RuneScape. Um, was yeah, RuneScape's yeah. absolutely an MMO. Uh, that, that's where I started. Um, I didn't play it super long. Um because once I started learning about, like, WoW and other games, I, I kind of jumped off of, uh, of uh, RuneScape, because, in my opinion, there wasn't much for me to do in RuneScape. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played it. Uh, yeah, it, was, it definitely wasn't casual friendly. No, it was... It was way, super, way back in the day. Yeah, it was super grindy, and I just felt like there was nothing for me to do. Alright, how do I open up my friends list on this thing? Let's 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 start uh, with that. Oh, the OT. Okay. Um friend list. Oh yeah, I'm sending you a friend request now. Okay. Oh, there we go. Um both, both level nineteen going into a level fifteen class. That's what you what you'd love to see. Um Definitely like to see. I think we're, we're going to be down level 218 to the dungeon. That's not too bad, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, think I got a skill at 19. I, uh, I picked up the quest, and I think I'm going to get some money. Are we in a group? Uh, I just want to do a quest. Should be on, like, the bottom right. Okay, there we go. I see the party. I'm hiding behind my icon. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then I'm I'm waiting up by basically the dungeon to keep going to the scene. Okay. So I gotta go down to. Is it in the main city? Uh, kind of. Um. So it's in, in one of those zones, there'll be someone you need to talk to, and then right next to them there's a boat you save. Okay, cool. Um, so we'll just spend one of the bigger things that happens in MMOs is we spend time running. Um, um, yeah, but uh, I, I think I think WoW was one of the, the bigger MMOs I ever played. I've, I've dabbled in Guild Wars for a while, um, which was fun, 
it was a lot, but it was fun. Um, trying to I, fly for fun, I played back in the day. That was real interesting. Um, but I, I don't think anything's really held my uh, attention nearly as much as uh, as WoW has. Um, I'm so totally lost. Guild Wars 2 was your favorite MMO. I mean. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I just think I had issues with the player base of Guild Wars 2. Um, I, I didn't play enough of Guild Wars 2 to really form an opinion on it. I personally did not like the weapon system. Yeah. I know a lot of people did like the weapon system. I wasn't a fan of it. That, that was one of my major issues with it was the, the weapon system also. Uh, to me, it felt super funky. Um, it's just not enjoyable. Also, definitely like a, a necessary thing in Guild Wars because all the classes are so different, so unique. Like playing them all, yeah, was, okay. was enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. Um, any game that makes a any MMO that makes alts a uh, not necessary but like easier to think do thing um, definitely was 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 some of my favorite stuff. Um, yeah, see, Detective, that's that's what I didn't like, and I think that's what, what uh, uh, Gorteco here is also talking about him not liking, was um, the, the weapon system, it felt like if you got a better weapon or something that changed your, uh, your stuff, it just felt uh, really bad, like, to have to relearn almost everything. Yeah, because you, you have all the weapon skills, so, like, you're using a weapon, you get a much better weapon that the stat wise will improve you overall, but it's not the playstyle you want to do. Exactly. And so you have to you take the hit of not doing as much stat wise or playing a playstyle you don't enjoy as much. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the sub test. I, I appreciate you as always. Um, I have to talk to what what fairy am I going to? Uh, just the little person to the left there. Yeah. There's there's Aleport or uh, Aleport. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, something else that we should bring up, uh, you, you, we're talking about posting this on, like, a audio-only podcast situation, right? Yeah. So we, we might need to, um, read the comments we're replying to for that side of it. Oh, that's very fair. Um, yes, detective. It's a, a great start to disorganize, dude. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's... Very on-brand. Yeah, super, super fitting. Um... Uh, Detective Sharpshoot asked if I can lower my game audio, and I definitely can. That's not super crazy. Um, but yeah, very disorganized, just kind of flying by the seat of my pants a little bit here, but we're, 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 we're making it work. Um, so, I think, I think one of the things that's always drawn me towards MMOs is, um, and I know it's kind of played out, but the, the concept of, like, the hero, quote-unquote, um, where you're, like, the, the savior of the world, blah, 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 along with everyone else, like, that's always kind of appealed to me to kind of have a, um, like, a purpose in, in a game. Like, I've had a lot of games where I've gone into and wasn't really sure, like, like, like MOBAs or anything else like that, you're just kind of playing it on a match-by-match basis and feeling like you have some sort of impact on the overarching story with other players at the same time. It's just, it's always been, like, super appealing to me. Um, 
see, and I'm I'm of the the opposite mindset where I don't like the hero story in MMO. Okay. Um, I much prefer because like it's a massive multiplayer game. You you can't all be the one true hero. Sorry. And I, I feel it's it's much better played out when it's considered that everyone's working in it, like how Aeon Online did, where like you all kind of get this power at the same time. And it's not it's not a one hero. It's like a group of heroes. Aeon Online did a really good job of telling the hero story um, without it being uh, like a designated hero, which was was very nice. Um, I think my issue with Aeon Online was it tried to be too many things at once, and it also had absolutely no in-game content at launch. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, um, you hit max level, you start a new character because that's all there's left to do. Yep. Um, Detective Sharpshoot says, I feel like everyone being the chosen one gets super weird. It, it does. Um, I, I feel like there's some games that handle it, everyone being the chosen one super well, but um, it does get really weird, it's, especially in, in endgame content where um, they refer to you as the, the, the hero and there's like 20 of you standing there that just participated actively in yeah in finishing something and it's like okay who are you talking to have, have you ever seen that skit that um epic npc man does no i haven't okay uh one, one of their skits they're like someone's turning in a quest like oh you're the one hero did all this stuff here's this very unique ring i only have one and they give it to him and then another person goes in and they do the same spiel in front of the person they just told that to i actually i think i have and the other dude's standing there um yeah, yeah. and they're just like I thought this was a unique item that I was getting, and that's that's always that's always been super funny in MMOs to me. But I I I enjoy it on a, on a personal aspect, but I don't do feel like it kills some of the lore in games sometimes. Yeah. Um, very specifically, I mean, WoW is notorious for that. You're the 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 Moloch, and they make yeah. it seem like you're the only person who's ever. Yeah, you're champion of Azeroth, the Morwalk. You're the only person that could ever do this, and yeah. uh, you know, along with all these other hundreds of people. Yeah, that's um, like Destiny Two had the same issue where it's like, um, all of the people in Destiny lose their powers and you get them back, but you're the only one unless you count all of these other people. All of these other they're, they're not really real, you know. It's just you. <laughs> they don't. They don't count. They got their powers back, but they're not the chosen one. They got them back from something else. Uh, hello, Beezleballs. Thank you for, for coming in and stopping by. Uh, Detective Softshoe said, man, I'm just here for the free food. I mean, yes, that's, that's the beginning of most endgame. I didn't stuff. know we had a spread. Yeah, right? Uh, it'll be catered next time, I swear. Um, so, ooh, we got a, we got a dungeon. We got a... Got a dungeon. Let's go. I'm excited. Is it is it four man parties in this game? It is. Okay. Interesting. For dungeons, eight for the raid. Interesting. I like that kind of departure from the typical uh, five man that WoW and almost every other. Yeah, like the, the standard five man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Swotor was a, was a, of a similar uh, four person party. I, I really tried super hard to get into Swotor, but I think the thing that killed me for it was um, I uh, I love Bioware games. I love games where my decisions feel super impactful and things like that. 
um, and I think it was my first dungeon I went to, um, I voted for uh, a specific outcome, and it didn't get picked, and I felt like I missed out on part of the story, just because, um, you know, uh, my, my option was get picked. Um, That's understandable. Um, you, you are able to go back and go through and all that. Didn't yeah. have my piece back on. I just, be, I'm not a fan of having to go back through content to see the content yeah. I wanted to do. Um, the story lines were super interesting and great. I just, you know, um, never got to see the stuff I wanted to see. Yeah. It, it was definitely better in the story mode, I guess, your, your main campaign for each class, because it was fully your decision. That's that's true, and I did enjoy that part of the story. And I'm, I'm a very big uh, Star Wars nerd, so that definitely contributed to me wanting to, uh, you know, try the game and make it work even harder than I did. Um, it just, I, I guess I just never really wanted to get back around to but I have friends yeah. that, that still swear by the game. They love it. Um, it. It has by far and beyond the best storytelling in it at the moment. Oh, without a doubt. Because um, they try really hard to make it feel like you're um, in control of your own story, which is, is rare for an MMO. Yeah. But things got super routine and ended up boring. See, I never got to the point where I was playing endgame stuff enough where it got routine and boring. Uh, detective. Uh, but, you know, um, I have heard that from other people. The, the, the endgame content seemed really interesting. Um, Gorteco showed me some of the raids, and they looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, Swift War has some of my favorite raids that I've ever participated in, and it's probably because that was my first experience in raiding. Okay. I'd never raided okay. anything in before SOTOR, and that was also my first uh, primary PvP experience. Interesting. Um, okay. For me, MMO PvP is one of the most important things. I, I can agree with that um, to, to an extent. Um, for me, it really depends on how to like, I don't, I, I enjoy the traditional battlegrounds, um, but too many instances of just, okay, let's just run into each other and whoever dies, dies, that's really boring to me. Yeah, it's just fully understandable. Um, but I really like, I think, I think one of my favorite, um, PvP experiences I personally ever had in a MMO was in uh, Neverwinter, um, the D&D MMO that they came out with, because um, the PvP, the combat system was great, there were like a lot of like little things you had to interact with on the map to kind of win matches, um, so it just felt super, super fun to me. In that regard, um, Elder Scrolls Online PvP was incredible. I've heard great things about Elder Scrolls Online, but I never got super, super into it. Um, one of my best friends uh, played it non-stop, um, but I never really 
wanted to try it. I, I'm, I'm very sad, um, and I know there's a lot of people who play MMOs that are like this, where they find one MMO um, they enjoy, and they don't want to play it. Yeah, which is it's fun. You really can't think the amount of time required for an MMO into more than one. Um, I can 100 I can 100% agree with that, but I think that's one of the bigger issues with MMOs um, as a whole is is the time sink just becomes unbearable if you're trying to do anything at the end game. Uh, yeah, Overlord lists that uh, RuneScape baby. We were actually just talking about that before. Um, how that was my actual first MMO experience. Super grindy to me, though, not my kind of thing. Um, I, I do appreciate the kind of resurgence that RuneScape is getting. And, uh, and that's, that's I, I think it's, it's almost confusing to me, the resurgence um, of RuneScape. Is, is it a nostalgia thing? Is it um, like a... This is the, the, the grindy kind of gameplay I enjoy. Yes, the Overlord list said um, he, he would rather it be grindy. Um, and it's still flat out, which... I mean, you know, right? all MMOs have something for everybody. You know? It's not exactly my cup of tea, but, you know, I used to have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, then they never really stopped updating it. So there's like this new version of RuneScape and then there's RuneScape Classic like how they did WoW Classic. Yeah. Um, but it, it's cool that there's like just so much to it now. Well, I think I think the difference for me between RuneScape Classic and WoW Classic is RuneScape Classic seems like kind of a uh, like an honoring thing for the fans. Like it's like okay we, we appreciate that our fans really enjoy um, like our game let's bring back the gameplay they love. Um, WoW Classic just feels like a money grab, um, and it always, well, it always has to make That's on brand for Activision Blizzard. A hundred percent. And it's, it's generally upsetting because, like, Blizzard used to be a company, uh, for me. Uh, you see where the exit says? Yeah, I'm about to adjust volume again. This is the hard thing about playing any new game, is, uh... Sound setting. Uh, sound setting, yeah. Especially for streaming it, because it doesn't appear as loud to you, but like compared to your voice going out. A hundred percent. Um, Okay, that should be better a bit. Um, yeah, that's, 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 Letting us know what we need to fix on this because we we are disorganized. Yeah, we are disorganized. That's that's the whole brand. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's the most upsetting thing to me about seeing um, Blizzard fall the way they have was that Blizzard was um, probably one of the companies I used to sit there and say, oh, they genuinely care about their fans. They try to do you know whatever they can to make it so. People are having fun and unique experiences, and ever since Activision um, kind of took over, it, it felt really bad. Um, it just felt really bad to be a player in any of their games, um, whether it be Overwatch, uh, 
Warcraft. I mean, look at Warcraft 3. Um, Warcraft 3 was supposed to be like, oh, like, this is for the fans, this is gonna be really cool, and it just ended up being a shittier version of the original Warcraft 3. Um, super yeah. I, I personally feel if and any of the past, really, like, seven years of, of WoW came out as its own thing, it would have failed with MMO. Yeah, 100%. I, I think one of the only reasons why it's successful right now is because of the 10-year status it has. Um, without a doubt. I mean, there are people I know playing that game that still play that game specifically because it's all they know. Um, cast your lot. I didn't see any loot drop from it, so... Um, so you can click on the bottom right that says loot, and then you can decide whether you want to roll on it. Oh, okay. Well, hell yeah. Um, so Overlord Bliss says, I played both RuneScape 3 and Original RuneScape over the last few years. Both have their draws. RuneScape 3 is easier to get into, max for a few months, and then Old School is for that old time spend 20 hours grinding a skill because it's fun in Roma or something. I mean, and that's that's what I liked about how they released uh, Old School RuneScape was because it was it was specifically for the fans that enjoyed RuneScape how it was, um, and it's it's sound effects are too now loud now. Uh, thank you, Detective. I'll I'll get on that. Um, I have my master game volume at like nine, I think. Yeah, nine. Okay, it should be good. Oh, there's a boss. I should start paying attention. It's um, first dungeon boss or over levels. I mean, that's, we, that's we don't have to drag, just no matter how long it takes. <laughs> um, I just one of the things that really bothered me about WoW Classic as a concept was they like didn't really spend a lot of time fixing any of the stuff that were massive complaints when it was out. Um, which was the perfect time to do it was to re-release a product and be like, hey, like we're doing this, this is really cool, we're putting in these new systems, um, yada yada yada, that like made the game more user-friendly while still having the challenge for it. Um, and they just re-released it, exactly, Detective Sharpshoot says they released the same thing twice. Um, which is exactly what they did. Um, and it wasn't, it didn't seem like it was something for older fans as much because they didn't get a lot of the stuff they wanted to out of it. Um, it didn't feel like it was for the newer fans because they wouldn't know what's going on anyway. Um, like, I tried it. Um, it was cool for a little bit to sit there and be like, oh, yay, nostalgia, this is fun, and then nothing feels worse than having, like to play through the same shitty shit you uh, played through uh, the first time. Um, so, I, I understand why people say they never got into WoW for those reasons. Um, I, I enjoyed WoW solely because um, Originally, that's where all my friends were, and now it's at the point where, um, like, I'm not going to stop playing because I still have 
five months of game time. I don't like what Blizzard's done, anything Blizzard's done as a company, um, in the past, god, decade or so. Um, yeah, about 11 years. Yeah. Um, and 13 since they've been bought out. Yeah, I mean, but I really don't feel like Activision was making a lot of decisions until it came down to, like... Yeah, it was about 2011. Yeah. In the, the Cataclysm. Yeah, it was like Cataclysm, they started making weird decisions towards the end of it, and then that was it. Um, Overlord Bliss says, requesting requesting was never a problem because the storylines are good, not just go here and kill this many of this. Um... And I'm assuming you're you're talking about RuneScape right now. Um, I never. I was very much go here and kill this many of this. Yeah. Um. I I was never big on the RuneScape story. Um. Just because. I, I, I did not know original RuneScape had a story. It did. I just I was you know, I was you know young little kid playing it on the library computer at school, so I wasn't paying attention to the story at all. Very accessible game. You just play it from a browser, which was very good for its time. And and that's that's another um, pretty good topic. Is I think I think that's one of the things that's uh, difficult to deal with as a game company trying to make an MMO now. Is I mean, look at you look at the the, the gaming industry um, and how incredibly intensive a lot of these games are. Just Graphically, processor-wise, everything. Um, but MMOs are meant to be for, um, you know, everybody. As, as many people as possible, yeah. yeah. And having it so that you can't, um, you know, get into the game without having a massive graphic graphics card or PC or whatever um, is understandable in any game but an MMO to me. Um yeah, I mean, like, look, look how good Final Fantasy XIV looks, but it's not intensive on your computer. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks incredible. The aesthetics in it are great. It's not... And I, I think one of the things that was super refreshing to me about jumping into this again right now is it's not just the same reskinned goblins I'm killing for the 19th time. Um, which is almost every other mode in um, Overlord Bliss says, so not all the quest lines are great, but there are some lines that are great. How do you get the community to care about the world? And I think um, there, there, there are two, that's one of the big important things about an MMO is yes, the community has to care about the world, but I also think there has to be um, almost some sort of draw into uh, not even just the world itself, but the the, the content that apps happens after you finish the quote unquote like main quest line. Um, like you have to have end game for yeah. MMO to be successful. Yeah. Um, but then on top of that, the the world building, I think, is something Wildstar struggled with, and ultimately is why they failed. Oh, definitely. They didn't have a world built well enough to keep people interested in it. Um, Detective Sharpshoots asked, you know, why it looks so good without having to require so much resources. Um, I believe that's because most of uh, their assets are actually stored on the server, um, if I remember correctly. I don't know for sure. I could be just that, talking, that would make sense. talking out of my ass, um, 
but that is what I remember uh, reading when this game first came out. Um, like, one of the reasons I say uh, endgame port and content is so important is because I, I love MMOs, but 90% of the time I could not care less about the story. Um, like, I like a good story, I like building into a quest line, I like that stuff, but what really gets me is like fun and interesting raids, good PvP, um, like just stuff to do after a max level when my character actually feels like a character. Um, because power creep is a real thing. Um, like not having any of your abilities early on, early levels or anything like that, always just feels bad. But if you get to end game, you finally have all your abilities and there's nothing to do. Why keep playing? That game just, just yeah. dies to me. You you also have a you have to have a interesting core gameplay loop because like when I when I first played Final Fantasy fourteen it was it was one two three on repeat and that's not interesting enough to hold my attention mechanically. A hundred percent, yeah, um, and I can agree with that. Um, the guy girl is really fast posture. She's just hunching over back and for back, asking for back problems. Text sharpshoot says, "I mean, it, it's a cat, so cats cat spines naturally curve like that a lot of the time. So I wouldn't be too worried about it." If we want to get into the uh, biology of fantasy races, <laughs> uh, that's a, a very interesting topic. Depending on the world you're in. Um, yeah. I'm not close enough to my area. Uh, that'd, be a, that'd be a whole whole episode just talking about D&D biology. I mean, I would super be into that as a, an, an episode. Um, and a, a solid half hour talking about the dwells. <laughs> the dwells. Um, yeah, that, uh, like... I think that's another thing that, that I, I think is actually important um, in MMOs um, is back in the day, I think it was super important to have your race feel like it did something, kind of like D&D, where you get like a racial buff depending on what you are with this. Um, but in an MMO, um, I, there's a lot of people who play MMOs just for aesthetics. Um, yeah, which is something Final Fantasy XIV does well, because there, there are stat differences for the different races, but ultimately those are so minuscule they don't matter. Exactly, um, and that's something that you can really just play whatever you want to play. That's something that's enjoyable about this is like, okay, I'm I'm trying to get this into a bard, um, but I didn't want to play like a like an elf, or I didn't want to play like you know a traditional like you know cat like cat boy with crazy ears. So I'm playing a a lion man, um, and that's super interesting to me. That's exactly what I wanted out of. Um, this MMO to just kind of be what I wanted to be. Because uh, otherwise you get the issues that, like, uh, World First Guilds are running into, where you have to race change to beat mechanics yep, because and that, of those bonuses. That doesn't feel good. Um, like, you know, all of all of Limit in their, in their World First run, a lot of their players who could change to goblins change to goblins because you need that, that rocket jump to get past certain stuff. Um, that just feels bad. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I think one of the other major issues that WoW has that they haven't addressed in forever is um, the concept of factions. Um, 
because faction is in an MMO back in the day were huge. Um, that was the major draw towards playing a lot of stuff was, oh, I'm Horde, I'm Alliance, or, you know, I'm, you know, this, or I'm, I'm that. Um, and I think like now... Warhammer Online had the, the two factions. I don't remember what they were. But it was, it was like a big thing in the Warhammer lore, what faction you supported. Yeah, and, and I don't mind it being a, a massive lore thing, um, but if you aren't going to do anything with it, like most games aren't, um, you really should uh, just let either faction play with each other. Like, it doesn't make any sense to keep people from playing together if they're different factions or races or yada yada yada. We all just want to play what we want to play, but we all want to play with our friends. Um, like, I mean, Pluto, for example, you get the lower reason of Jedi versus Sith, Empire versus Rebellion, all of that. But in, in WoW nowadays, the past, what, six expansions have all been, oh, let's put aside our differences and fight the greater evil? Yeah. Um, those weren't separate factions. Those, those are the same people who live in different towns. Um, yeah, 100%. Um, like, it's just, you know, oh, it's, it's, we're different races, and now the world's ending for this reason, and uh, we will just, you know, work together again. And it's like, that's cool, but, like, my faction is doing absolutely nothing for me, and I don't feel like it's a good part of my character's, uh, really anything. Um, everything that you, every decision you make in any sort of RPG should feel impactful. Um, it should feel like you're making this decision for a certain reason. And if that's no longer happening, it's time to reassess and just say, okay, this doesn't work anymore. That, that is one thing I'm, I'm really looking forward to in Ashes of Creation, if they can fulfill the promises they are making. Um, and um, I, I think that's... Like, community-led decisions that do change the world. Um, and that's, that's a super exciting concept to me. Um, but... I think that's another thing that's really been uh, rough for me getting into any other um, big, massive multiplayer online game is, you know, you you have all these promises. You have all these really cool core gameplay mechanics, and, you know, when the game comes out, none of that matters. Like, none of that... None of that was worth, like, how bad the game is. Um, like, I, it, and we talk about this all the time. Um, how Rift... What'd you say? Let's see if I can get back in time. I didn't, didn't get healed there. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm dead. But the, the healer is... is uh, I'm gonna see if the healer can can res. Oh, uh, you can you can resummon and then there's a portal to take back. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so I'm gonna click OK. Um, but 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 Rift as a game, um, Rift as a game, and we talk about this all the time, was failed completely and other utterly as an MMO, but revolutionized the the uh, the genre. The genre. Like, yeah, we, we talked about this yesterday. There, There is no other game I can think of that failed as hard as Rift did that set such a standard and precedent. Yeah. 
um, the concept of the rifts and the the world evolving as like you know you know fighting and, and things coming down from the sky just randomly in the world had never been done before um, but utterly the game failed and it's a concept in almost every other game now that game just doesn't exist yeah um, but like uh, we were talking about Guild Wars 2 earlier that is a core mechanic to Guild Wars 2 yeah which wouldn't exist without this failed game. Um, and it, I was, I was super excited when Rift was coming out, um, because I, I saw the, and and this goes back to the whole, um, you know, promises are, are like I love looking at MMOs and seeing what they're gonna be coming out with, but, um, promises mean nothing until the game actually comes out, um. And that game was, oh, there's so much customization you can do with the game, and you can do this, and you can do that. And it was, when the game came out, there was three main, like, ways to play almost every class, and that was about it. So you ended up with, like, 12 options for classes, and it just... Instead of the 164 or whatever they were promising. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it sucked because I was, I was super excited for that game. I was in the, the early alpha. I was, you know, preaching it to all my friends as, you know... I forget what WoW expansion was out at the time. And we were all like, oh, yeah, no, I don't really know if I want to play the next one. I think it was before Mist of Pandaria was coming out, maybe? Um, it was like, oh, I don't know if we want to keep playing another MMO, blah, blah. And it just was a letdown. And everyone went right back to, to, to WoW. Um... Which is what usually happens. Uh, you got two little guys beating up on the healer back here. Oh man, there's a lot of them now. I forget. Yeah, just you know the ads still the I could just cleave. But yeah, um... I think that is kind of an issue with a lot of things too. Um, newer MMOs, if they don't release better than WoW, they fail. Yeah, and because people will take a look at it, uh, but WoW is better right now, and they go right back. Yeah, and that, and that's the concept of of the the WoW killer, which ironically enough is now going to be Blizzard themselves. Um, but like, it's 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 almost become an industry standard for the wrong reasons um like it's become like oh we have to be better than wow and then games aren't realizing what made wow so successful when it came out was it it brought it into an established lore and it had a massive fan base from like day one like you came out wow came out it was like okay well i've been playing warcraft since orcs and humans i've been um you know, following this game forever, and now, now it's out, I'm super excited to play WoW. Um, and a lot of games are coming out, and they're just like, oh, well, you know, I'm super excited for, you know, uh, you know, this game, it's gonna be a WoW killer, blah, 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 but there's nothing about the game that hasn't been done before, or they're trying to go too crazy with, um, you know, uh, different mechanics or, you know, lore or whatever, and, um, 
there's nothing drawing players into it. Um, yeah. So, Mike, like you bring up, really the big three. You got ESO, you got Final Fantasy XIV, um, and you have World of Warcraft. Those are all established lore, and they just created an MMO. Yeah, they're, they're all massively established lore. They all turned it into an MMO, and they're all pretty successful. Um, yeah. It's, it's the original ideas that have trouble because they have to be better than what already exists. They don't have that fan base they can just draw from. Which is upsetting um, because I would love a newer MMO that had, um, like, you know, cool concepts and new interesting lore. Um, where are we teleporting to? Oh, cool. Yeah, just click on the words of the quest. It'll show you where it is. Um, I just asked me if I wanted to be teleported. Is it when you teleport somewhere, I can piggyback yeah, and, off of and it? Anyone in your party, if they teleport, you can go okay. with them. That's a, that's a nice system. That's a Great quality nice of life. Yeah, um, and that's one of the things I, I genuinely think I like about Final Fantasy fourteen over almost anything else I've played is there are a lot of quality of life things that they've thrown into the game that are incredible. Um, just feel super good to, to play with. Are, are items yeah. in this game bind on pickup and things like that? Um, I think so. Okay. Um, like the fact of saying, like, everyone already knew who Arthas was, who Jaina was. They had all this wood to just drop them. They didn't have to make their own stuff. Um, and that's, that's one of the things that I've always been kind of curious about is... Um... Oh, someone's playing music at the bar over here. I was wondering what that noise was. Um is there are a lot of IPs out there um, that would work great as a uh, as an MMO, um, but they just, like, for one reason or another, like, I, I don't know if it's a, a studio thing or if it's a, um, whoever holds the IPO thing, um, but it, it's, it definitely has to... Uh, there's a lot of games that, that should just already be made. Like, I, I would love to see, you know, uh, an Avatar MMO. Like, that would be incredible. An Avatar MMO would fucking kill it in the market. Um, Especially with the resurgence of Avatar over this past year, over the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and like, you know, you don't have to make... And I, I think that's one of the things I think people struggle with as a, as a concept is, like... Um, is when I when I say the concept of uh, uh, you know Avatar MMO to people, it'd be like, oh well, there's only really like four types of vendors and yada yada yada. And it's like in every fantasy setting, yes, there are you know magic users and stuff like that. But then you have the dude who just runs straight into stuff with a sword, and that's his whole thing. Or um, a boomerang. Yeah, I mean you have Sokka. That was his whole thing. Or you have Suki. Yeah. You got you got the chi blockers. That whole aspect to it and that could make such an interesting and fun combat system there's a lot they could do with it i would love to see it and i think that would be one of the ips i would absolutely love to see as an as an mmo i don't there's not a lot i've looked at that i've been like oh yeah this would be perfect for it but that one that one for sure is one that i've i've been dreaming of for a long time so i have um i brought up a list of mmos by active player base okay and so so many of these are 
just stuff that already existed that they made an MMO for. Interesting. Because they have, so World of Warcraft number one with just over 3 million, Final Fantasy with 2.4 million, um, and then there's RuneScape, which is its own thing, but it's been around so long, you know? I mean, yeah, RuneScape established its own, like, lore, quote-unquote. Um, yeah. That's, that's probably the, the like, um, I can't think of the right word for it, but, like, the the IP, like the, the original property that succeeded. Yeah, all without a doubt. Because um, even like EVE Online, which is a very successful MMO, they have so much inspiration to draw from from other sci-fi settings. Yes, um, and I think setting is, is super important. And I think that's why a lot of game companies are iffy to go into places that aren't typical high fantasy or sci-fi is because those are worlds people already know they don't want to have to build up stuff from from the bottom um oh, i gotta go to new Gridon there um detectively it wasn't really a dragon ball z mmo uh xenoverse was technically massively multiplayer but it was still like i think four player matches um and the raids were you fight the raid boss alone and however much damage you do goes towards the raid count. So I, I, I would not classify Xenoverse as an MMO. Um, so, so, I mean, here's... I mean, the thing is, is are we, are we just talking specifically MMORPGs or are we talking MMOs? Because MMOs are, are you know, um, massive multiplayer online games. And, and that, that line's become really really iffy is because i mean pokemon go is technically considered is, is an mmo um yeah i personally don't consider pokemon go an mmo and i i can i can i can 100 percent see where you're coming from um it, it just really goes I, I think it goes down to the the, the the semantics and the classifications of it and stuff um there used to be a couple of mmo dragon ball games that were unofficial unofficial says uh ali jefe and uh I don't know. I've never played any of those. Um, never really got into uh, any of the Dragon Ball ones. Because Dragon Ball, I, and I know this might be controversial, I know there are a lot of Dragon Ball fans, as a universe is super boring to me. Um, it was really interesting when it first came out, and then it's just kind of been more of the same over the years. Yeah. There, there are a ton of great anime universes that would be great MMOs, like Naruto, pre-established, yep. different factions, you have different class types. I mean, I've never even watched it, but One Piece I know would make a great MMO. I, I don't know about that, because you would need the technology to create unique classes. I mean, that's... If you could get the technology to create unique classes, it would be. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Because um, otherwise no player in the game can be a devil fruit user. Interesting. I never thought about that. There's, there's only one fruit of each fruit, and only one person can have it. Once they die, it goes back out into the world. Um, so until we get the technology to create unique classes for one individual person in the world, um, it, it won't work. Yeah, that's 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 fair. Um, that's That's very fair. And I think that's where a lot of the... Um, quote-unquote superhero game uh, MMOs have failed. And, like One of the major reasons why they've failed is because 
like DC Online. DC Online, um, what was it, Hero City was the other one? Or City of Heroes? City of Heroes, yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that felt really bad because it was like, I'm a superhero and I do this, and then you go do something and there's 17 other superheroes with the same powers as you. Um, yeah. Nothing unique about it. No. Um, Alahefe says Pokemon would be great. I mean, people have been asking for, like, a Pokemon MMO for a very, very long time. Um, I, I would absolutely love to play a Pokemon MMO, but I cannot fathom what their endgame content would be. Um, because they, they would have to either keep the game the same as it is and just let you, like, play online with friends, which is what they're going towards anyways with Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um... Or they would have to make it an action RPG, which is what I feel like they're going, trying to do with uh, Legends of Arceus. So if that's the direction they're taking, it could work. I mean, yeah, it d- definitely could work. Um, okay, I, I got the new dungeon access, so whenever you're... Um... Yeah, I got, got to just run down there. Ah, no worries. Um, I, I personally would love a Pokemon um, MMO, but it's... Pokemon has really only functioned as either a... Like, it, I can't see it working as an, an MMORPG. Because what what do you um, do for, for classes and, and builds and, and things like that? Like, it's... I could see it being an action RPG, 100%, like, you know, um, like a Diablo-style game. I think that could be really cool. Um, but I can't see it functioning in something like WoW. I, I would definitely take, like, a Pokemon four-player co-op adventure. That'd be a lot of fun. Kind of like a Crystal Chronicles type thing? Uh, yeah, something like that. Okay. I, I never played Crystal Chronicles. I never... Like, I don't have full knowledge on it, but I, I at least know what it is. Uh, Crystal Chronicles was my favorite Final Fantasy game for a long time. Uh, just because it was... There's something about playing in a uh, Final Fantasy dark world kind of thing where you're playing with your friends that felt really, really good. Like, anytime I can play something... I would rather be playing it with other people, um, personally. Like, I enjoy experiencing things with other people um, a lot. Like, that's been one of my favorite experiences in uh, a very long time with any of the games I've played. Is like, yeah, it feels cool to beat the final boss by yourself. It feels even cooler to beat the final boss with, like, four or five of your friends. Yeah, like, that's my one of my things with Dark Souls. It's, Dark Souls is a great and challenging game. I don't enjoy playing it by myself. No, I could definitely feel that. Because it's just so much more fun to mob through this incredibly hellish landscape with your friends slaughtering all the skeletons. Yeah, and that's always been the most fun part about about anything online is is playing things through with your friends and slaughtering stuff. Um I would, I would like to see a a MMO that was set in a different setting that wasn't uh, traditional like um, 
high fantasy kind of stuff because well I, I have just a thing for you and it's called Hellgate London what is Hellgate London? Hellgate London is a current apocalypse not post apocalypse the apocalypse is happening interesting um, you're set in London there's these things called Hellgates they're just portals demons pour out of them mm-hmm. um, a bunch of people when this happens start getting magic and shit and you're you're basically you're just a survivor of London, and you have to stop the apocalypse. Because if you don't, you're gonna die. And is it an RPG? Is it a? Uh, it yeah, it's it's sort of um sort of RPG uh, MMO. I would say it's light MMO because it is a mass multiplayer game with hub settings and all that. But it's like four player parties. You go out and do missions zone by zone. Okay, interesting. So kind of like um. Uh. The Tom Clancy game. What was the Tom Clancy game? Oof. You're, you're going to be more specific. The the MMO one. Uh, oh, God. The Division. Oh, The Division. Um, Where it was like yeah. zones, you did missions? Yeah, yeah it was kind of like Division. Um, it was less open world than that. Okay. Because the like, Division, you can kind of just go out and explore. And this was like, you're in level 1-1, one, one, level 1-2. One, you're in hub, hub town, level 2-1, two, 2-2. Two, two. Um, I, uh, I enjoyed The Division, um, until I got to max level. Um, I, I did not enjoy The Division, uh, because its world building was garbage, and its story was worse. Well, The Division was just an offshoot of what was supposed to be, what I was excited for was going to be my favorite Tom Clancy of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will die sad knowing one day that I never got to play Patriots um, because that game was everything. Probably the biggest loss, second biggest loss of our generation gaming was. What would you say the first first loss is the um, Darth Maul game, the stealth action RPG Darth Maul game that was supposed to cover Darth Maul's entire life from when Palpatine kidnapped him to his second death at the very end. Oh man, that would have been incredible. I didn't it was know nearly that was done, thing. and Disney just fucking cut it. Disney was really is really bad with shit like that, though. Um, yeah, it was it was too dark for the direction they were taking Star Wars when they when they bought it out. But I've I've never gotten that. I know this is a little off topic, but this is just who I am as a person. Um, we're we're disorganized dudes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Star Wars is a dark fucking universe. There mm-hmm. is there is. No part of Star Wars that anyone should look at and be like, oh, yeah, like, this seems like a good time. Like, even if, even if you are one of the blessed few that are a space wizard with magic powers, your life is still garbage. Like, the the whole reason that the primary theme of Star Wars is hope is because there's so fucking little of it. Exactly. Hope, hope is the magic. It's... As friendship is to a shonen anime, hope is to Star Wars. They only get through things through hope because that's the only way they can get through this terrible, awful experience they have. Um, like they're they're literally fighting space Nazis. They're who fighting, also have magic. They're fighting space Nazis with magic, magic, and you know, as as most of the characters, you know. As, as a Jedi, you are a child that's been taken from their family to train to be a warrior in the future. Um, yeah. 
Because the good guys use child soldiers to yeah. counteract the bad guys using child soldiers. It's... Uh, the detective structure says Star Wars characters are usually super oppressed. I mean, I mean, that is the whole theme of Star Wars, though. I got my first bard ability. Oh, dope. And you can't use it because you leveled down. No, I, I, I guess I just got it... Or I got it recently? I'm not, I'm not sure, but I just used it. I increased my party's, uh, movement speed. Well, so, I mean, Detective Sharpshoot says, um, you know, you work in a cutthroat environment and any under undercut any officer any chance you get. Um, if you're talking about the Empire, that's because you weren't... Most of the time, if you were in the Empire, you were forcibly put in the Empire. Um, just through, you know, abducting children or... You know, or, or the other option of having no other way to go than the Empire military. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's starve in the streets or go join the Empire. If you're a rebel, you aren't a form of a, or any form of organized military, and you are just kind of dealing with anyone you can deal with to stop these people from destroying your homeworld again. Because um, the Empire's done something to almost everyone's planet throughout the course of their... Assuming they didn't just blow it up entirely. Exactly. Um, anyway. So what is, some of the good stuff in Spotors, like, to get back in off that, is yeah. um, playing on the Empire side and being the Sith and making these evil decisions. Like, you can really just fuck people's lives up. Well, I mean, and and that's one of the things I one of the the things I definitely enjoyed when I was playing it was the decisions felt impactful and they were interesting decisions. Um, it's not, and I I'll say this every time I have to talk about a decision in RPG, it's not a a Fable Three decision. Um, it's not, you know, get rich, redeem redeem all the souls, and you know. Uh, or save your dog. Yeah, it's it's your decisions had an impact. Um, I, I think even even worse than Fable Three are the left right paths that go to the same place. Oh, I mean, but that's that's not even a choice system. That's the illusion of choice system. Um, yeah, and th those feel so much worse. Oh, a hundred percent. It really feels bad to uh, be in a situation where it's like, oh. You know, we have to do this, and the decisions feel impactful, but they're not. Um, yeah. Like in, in Dragon Age Origins. Like, Bioware does great stuff, but they were learning with Dragon Age Origins. But they definitely were. Dra Dragon Age Origins was their first attempt at, you know, really giving a decision tree, I think. Um, yeah. And they tried really hard, but in the end, I think they ultimately failed at a lot of the stuff they wanted to do. Because uh, e even, like, the, quote, impactful decisions, um, it was very much like, oh, who's joining the final battle? Yeah. All right, well, they're there. It doesn't really affect anything. It's, it's the only person that matters in this final battle is, is you, my guy. Like, But they, they definitely fix that with Mass Effect. I mean, Mass Effect... Mass Effect has... It, decisions in the first game impact the ending of the third game. Yeah, um, and, and that's something I've been dying to see in any game since. Um, 
is your decisions carrying over between games. Because um, that's a really cool concept to me. Um, like, I've always wanted everything I've ever done in a game to impact the games I play later on. Um, and I think that's one of the big things about MMOs that kind of feels bad, and I'm excited to see what Ashes of Creation does with, um, is because nothing you do in WoW, or most MMOs are really a decision, and even if they are, they don't usually affect the overall story of the game all that much. Um, like, it may affect your individual story, but not the overarching world itself. Yeah. I'm not die here. I think the healers got you. I popped the potion too. Oh, okay. Just, just enough time. Now, are potions also on your GB GCD as well? No, uh, kind of. They they have their own cooldown. I don't know if using one affects your GCD. I didn't look. And I, I usually I usually complain about the GCD. I understand why it's there. I understand how it can be in a, how it is a necessity in um, mobile games. Um, I just hate it when it feels clunky. Um, like games that didn't used to have a, a, a global cooldown. Um, in order to be good at the game or be competitive in like a PvP environment or anything like that, um, you had to slam your face into the keyboard. Like you had to be insanely fast with everything you wanted to do. Um, I'm not a fan of that. And neither am I. I'd rather I'd rather go through my rotation. And if I am having to do things super fast, I'd rather it I'd rather it feel kind of more like. Um, uh, like Wildstar did a little bit, where it does feel fast, but that's because you're using like your regular attacks or something for it. Yeah, well, I mean, Wildstar was almost an action combat system, which brings us into what Detective was asking about. We haven't talked about Black Desert yet. Yeah, I was about, to, I was about to try and segue into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great segue, because um, they have very similar real action combat systems. Yes. But nothing will have as good a real action combat system as Black Desert ever. No, and Black Desert... Because the best you can hope for is to be as good. Black Desert was a lot of fun. Um, it was... My issue was it, with it was the same issue I have with a lot of um, MMOs, which is it, it, it's grindy. Black Desert is grindy, grindy. So. There, there is no grindier game yeah. than Black Desert. Uh, the, the, the appeal to Black Desert is, it is, is grindy. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that. Like, if I'm going to play a game, I want to be able to know... I can do most things without devoting my entire life to the game. Like, I understand there's not there's a lot of things and a lot of MMOs I won't be able to do. Because I don't... You know, I'm not a world-first raider. I'm not, um, you know, the cream of the crop in a lot of games. But I like to be able to do a lot of the things the game has to offer. Yeah. Um, and Black Desert, it felt like I needed to sink in, you know, 20, 30 you hours. needed at least 80 hours a week. Yeah. To be competitive in that game. Yeah. Um, which is just too much. It's just too much to me. Alright, where do we where do we go now? We just gotta keep getting these orbs, right? 
Yeah, there should be there's two more right there. Um, I like Flat Desert. The combat system is a lot of fun, um, but it just after like a couple days of playing it, I just sat there and was like, this. I just don't have the energy to uh, time sync into them. Yeah. yeah. If if I could get a theme park MMO with the Black Desert combat system, uh, that would be ideal. So what do you mean by theme park MMO? It's contained. Okay. And you won't you won't ever be doing anything outside the theme park. Okay. That's fair. like you have level one to sixty. This is the content that's available to you. And I mean, you I, go I, on the ride. You do the thing. You go on the ride. You have a good time. You know. Um. Yeah. I I think I I like um. If you're going to make an MMO, I feel like it almost has to be like that theme park style you're talking about. Um, Otherwise, you run into the issues that games like Black Desert have, where if you're not pushing past everyone else, you're not going to be competitive. If you're not in the top, like, 10, 15% percent behind, yeah. Like, you're, you're just desperately behind everyone else, and you don't have nearly as much of an impact on the world that they do. Because Black Desert has been getting worse with it, where, like, even low-tier guilds that are fighting the lowest tier of guild battles are requiring you to be in almost maxed-out gear. Which is a lot of time. Um, or, or money. What'd you say? Or money, because if you pay enough money into it, you can just buy it. Yeah, and that's, that's another thing that um, I think is not even just with MMOs, but as, as a... Uh, as an industry as a whole, pay-to-win pay has become super rough in a lot of games. Um, I don't it's find... It's been shown to work. They make money off of it. I mean, they do. Um, I don't mind, like, a pay-to-get-cosmetics or even, like, XP boost or anything like that because then you're still playing the game. Um, yeah. But any system where I can go in and just get straight up advantages for the amount of money I pe spend, it feels bad. It just feels bad. Um, like, uh, we go to like, Battlefield 2 when it came out. You got more chances at, like, or you got, like, the better cards or whatever for your, your stuff if you paid into the, the game or whatever. Um, yeah. Battlefield 3 and 4 had that loot box system. I mean, uh, Battlefront, Battlefront, not Battle. Battlefront, Battlefront too, yeah. Yeah. Um, both, both EA, both same, same issues. I mean, that's just that's that's EA for you with a lot of their multiplayer um, games. They did fix it to an, to an extent, which How is so? nice. Um, they made it much more accessible because, like before, you would have had to spend, um, I, I believe. They said 120 in-game hours to unlock Darth Vader, as that opposed is, to defying him. That is a lot of time. That is way too much time to unlock a character. Um, I don't mind spending time to unlock characters, but when it's... Um, I don't have a choice of when, when I unlock characters or which ones I unlock, that is bad. Yeah. With, like, like League, League, League of Legends, I much prefer my MOBAs to... Um, not give me everyone right away because yeah. that is overwhelming. Yeah, it's it, it especially like in, in in a game like League for sure. Um, this dude's jumping like he's trying to show us something. 
Oh yeah, we we gotta go this way. Um, the the last orb to open now. I mean, league it it's it's there's almost two hundred something champions now out already. Um, I've got eight left. Yeah, if you if you start off the game and you haven't you know played it before, that's a lot to learn. Um, and that's that's the primary barrier into Dota. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because all the champions you, you are unlocked when you start. Any of those right? characters too, yeah. And they're just they're all all always available. And uh, that's 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 like too much for me. That's that's too much. I tried I tried learning it. And I could I couldn't. It was just too much for me to learn. Any game that requires someone else to teach you how to play it is gonna have issues. A hundred percent. There are a lot of games that have gotten better with uh, the learning curve into stuff like that, but I mean. Even even like World of Warcraft is it's insanely hard to get into if you don't have someone else playing it. Um, yeah. But it does have three million active players as of last week. So I don't I don't know how much that's gonna change over the next few weeks. I mean it's it's, it's looking to change a lot. Um yeah. I have that as the most played MMO. In the, in the next couple months. What's coming up is the most played MMO? Uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, I mean, I, I could they're, see They're it. the closest number-wise, and this is the one people are going to when they're leaving WoW. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm an endgame player, so if and when I do, I get up to the endgame. That'll be when I decide, you know, how much I enjoy the game. Because I enjoy raiding, I enjoy, um, like, just end game stuff because that's just what I've always fell in love with about MMOs. So I'll have to see how I I feel when I get there. Unless there's like something we're specifically feeling each week, we can just keep going on these two characters. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm definitely into that. Um, just le- leveling and lectures. Um, <laughs> leveling and lectures. There we go. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I I'm I'd definitely be into that. Um, gives me a day, gives me a reason to keep grinding away on a character, um, which I enjoy. I don't I don't mind the leveling now as much as I did the first time I played it. Uh, the first time I played it, it was really rough. Um, I didn't know what I was doing at all. Um, you also weren't, you weren't playing side by side with someone the whole time. Yeah. Um, and which, this is a game very much at this point, you have to play with someone to enjoy the leveling system. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's another thing that that MMOs really need to start um, touching on more is the concept of my first MMO um, because yes MMOs are a very established thing you've for sure played one or two before most people but for newer people coming into the gaming like you know hobby um, the concept of an MMO is daunting. Um, very very daunting because there's just a lot going on I mean looking at like what we're doing right now like explaining the concept of like bosses and loot and you know uh, items and classes and what classes do I mean that was kind of rough coming into even even this game like they kind of make it a little easier but um, oh is it making him oh it's making him that makes sense 
these dungeons have mechanics. Yeah. Um, but but that's that's like going back to my point is like if I haven't played an MMO before and I saw him being invulnerable. Yes, there's like that little link between them, but nothing like there's no way for me to know that unless someone someone told me. Um, I think the new player experience and the, the my first MMO experience is like really, really important and uh, I'm not sure if there's enough of that in more recent MMOs to draw in more people. Because Yeah. And I think that is another thing that WoW had going for it. With its ten year status, so many players that it was just so easy to find someone who's already playing to teach you. And would be kind enough to show you, like, you know, oh, this is what you do for this. This is how this happens, or this is what you should do in your class. Um, because you come into a game like this, like, I think one of the daunting things about Final Fantasy specifically is classes lead into other classes. And unless you know what you want to play super later on in the game, you really don't know what you want to play. Um, so that is another thing they do really well in that you can play every class on the same character. Yes, and that, that does feel really good. Um, not having to play multiple characters to get stuff feels really good. Um, I, I personally, I make multiple characters on here because when I when I play a class, I design that character for that class. I mean, I could definitely agree with that. I, could like I, I made this guy to play Paladin. I made my other guy to play Ninja. Yeah, like, I want my ninja small and dexterous. I wanted my bard to be kind of, you know, this big lion guy who's, um, you know, just trying to, you know, share his stories. Um, I think I think that's another issue with a, a, a lot of other MMOs with the, the, the racial thing is, is you can't really design your character how you want. Um, yeah. Especially, like, locking races to classes. That always feels um, bad. And I think Black Desert is the absolute worst about it because when you pick a class, that is what you have. Yeah. Like, your race and gender locked into that class. Yeah. It feels real bad. Um, but another... Well, a game that's not even out yet, um, Crowfall, I, I bought into when it was first coming up in... Um, whatever it's called, where you pay into something before it comes out. Early access. Uh, prior to that, like the crowdfunding. Oh, um, what should we call it? Uh, Kickstarter? Kickstarter, yeah. I, I kickstarted Crowfall. Um, and when I paid into it, I paid $70 into it for like all the early access keys and all that stuff. And um, it was like this kind of high fantasy, very serious... Uh, setting and now it's very cartoony I'm, uh, so that i could do i could do an entire episode on the concept of uh early access and kickstarters and stuff like that because that that's 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 a lot to me and that's that's something that's bothered me for a very very long time um, yeah like i'm mm. i'm personally not a fan of the concept of, of early access um yeah which might might be what we have to talk about next week with yeah. Baldur's Gate and and others. Yeah, and I, I think for sure, definitely, uh, next week's topic is is early access and um, game releases nowadays. Uh, as, as far as the MMO side of Crowfall, 
I understand why they're doing it because their active community members are directing them in that direction. But okay, so that I can appreciate. That I can appreciate. Um, they, like they're listening to their community and they're trying to do something that will make them succeed in some way. But it wasn't what I feed into, and I can't refund. I mean that that is very upsetting. Um, but I do respect it as a company listening to the majority of your user base and just kind of being like, okay, like this is what people are expecting of us. Um, um, they, they do have some cool concepts, though, because it is the only MMO I've seen where you can play as a Minotaur or a Centaur. Interesting. The concept like they, of playing as a Centaur seems really cool. Right? It, it's real cool. There's also uh, little hamster people with guns. Soul. Um, like it, it, it has uh, its redeeming qualities for sure, yeah. um, and I've already paid into it, so I just have it whenever it comes out. Yeah, I'm definitely. That definitely sounds like a lot of fun to play. Like, um, definitely be down to try that one of these days because it looks like. The user base on WoW is starting to die. The company for Blizzard is starting to die. Um, I mean, it's they've been hurting for a long time. They're making really bad decisions, and it's just... Honestly, WoW dying could be one of the best things for the MMO genre. 100%. Because it's going to open access to so many different things to where maybe these indie developers creating original ideas that don't have pre-existing IPs can actually succeed. Yeah. Um... I would honestly love to see WoW die, but I don't want to see WoW die until I have a chance to finish the current content that's out. Yeah. Um, get, get through this expansion story, and then just let it let it go peacefully and in sleep. Yeah, exactly. Just let it let fade off into the night. Um, but honestly, depending on how all this turns out, that may not be an option for them. No, not at all. Um... I realize I'm not attuned to the shard in wherever, Olda. Um, then you're going to have to uh, pour it over. Air, air, the airship is right there. Uh, go downstairs. I can't follow you with your teleport if I don't have it. Unless you're attuned, yeah. Okay, makes sense. Then in that building, go downstairs and the airship's there. Yeah. Um, I'll try this on the other side. Um... Yeah, and it's wow. Wow has wow used to listen to their community a lot. Um, Blizzard used to listen to their community and, and pay attention to what we were talking about. Um, but now it's kind of just how much money can we make off of our user base before the game dies? And it's felt like that for a while. Um, yeah. And with that with that tenured status that it has. Yep. It wasn't dying unless something big like this happened. Yeah. Um, and even before this news massively broke and everything like that, um, you could tell Blizzard was sweating because there's there's a couple of MMOs coming out that look pretty promising. Um, I, I personally, I do not like the way New World looks at all. I don't like anything I've seen about it. Um, I can understand why people like things about it. But it's not for me. I personally know nothing about New World. I haven't looked into it a lot. Um, it might be because I, you know, wanted to start trying this. I'm in a little WoW raid here. I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. But 
Um, I didn't look too much into it. The only the only game I've looked into that I've sat there and be like, this is a, a contender for what WoW is. What, what's going to get WoW off of the market uh, a little harder is is Ashes of Creation. Yeah, um, and, and like we were talking about the other day, like with everything going on with WoW um, and kind of release time Ashes of Creation has, um, it could be what knocks it off its last leg. Yeah. Like, it, it could be the nail in the coffin for, for WoW. It could be the official WoW killer. Um, which, as, as a concept, has been so mu- funny to me for years because um, you sit there and you think of the concept of, like, okay, we're trying to, to kill this game, and there have been games. Like, I remember Rift had had a spread in, in Game Informer or IGN or something like that where it was... Yeah, I actually had the Game Informer magazine for Rift, the Rift cover that was on, it was front and back. And they, they mentioned WoW by name, and they were like, you know, tired of WoW, this is the game for you. And like, they, like there was a lot of companies that really went in on the concept of being the WoW killer um, that just didn't and do it. Ultimately, that's probably why they failed. Yeah. Because you're... Like you're you're an amateur boxer stepping in the ring against Mike Tyson. Yeah. Um, which, if you if you do that, you don't come in saying I'm the dude that's gonna kick Mike Tyson's ass. Like you don't you don't come into the oh, ring. I would survive this bout. Yeah. Um, you come in and say I'm a boxer. I'm strong on my own merits, and I'm gonna fight the fight how I see fit. And people are like, all right, I'll watch this because like this is gonna be, you know, this dude's giving it his all. You know what I'm saying? Or like you know, could be interesting. But, like, you don't want to sit there and hear someone talking about, you know, how they're going to kill the greatest thing to happen to, you know, this, this, and this. That just feels bad. It's it's an interesting concept to me that I, I, I don't think you've really ever seen that in any other game. Um with any other game where it's been like this is the killer for for this oh halo killers ah uh, the halo killer that's true yeah like all, all the shooters of the early to late 2000s were can like can this beat halo is this the halo killer and and so now it's Call of duty and now it's like br is to fortnite it's it's cult or uh halo was the halo killer um yeah halo no, killed well, halo 343 was the halo killer that's 100% fair um, but I, I do appreciate the way they handled Halo 5, and um, Halo Infinite looks incredible, all of that. Halo 4 killed me. Yeah. And it, it's rough because after such a disappointing um, game, it's really hard to get into any of the newer ones. Um, just because, they why? You know what I mean? Like, it's not... It's not made for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know we are uh, very disorganized, but it, it does seem like we're kind of at a natural stopping point for the MMO conversation. Yes, for sure. If you wanted to, to call it here and kind of wrap, we can wrap this up. Um, I'm not sure how we wrap it up. I'm not 100% sure either. Um, thank you for stopping by and listening, hanging out, watching for as you know long as you did. Uh, we definitely appreciate all you guys coming back. Uh, bye. Um, if you look under each of our uh, images, you'll see both of our Twitches and Twitters. You want to go ahead and give us 
a follow. Um, we'll be back. Uh, I don't know 100% sure if we decided if this is a bi-weekly thing or a um, once a month thing. I don't, I don't know what we decided on time-wise. Um, but if you look at either of our Twitters, um, we'll be putting announcements on there about more podcasts coming up. Um, and, and next time, for sure, we are talking about game releases and the concept of early access and all that. Yeah, uh, that'll be the next topic of discussion. Um, I want to thank you guys all for coming by, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.